Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What is up, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network, which is a part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thank you for taking the time on this Monday. I've been teasing this one, saying this Monday morning conversation is going to be good, and it is going to be good, and I'll tell you that is here in a second. Before we do that, we always want to talk about any news that happened since the last time we spoke on Friday. This case, it's about the city of Pittsburgh more than it is the Pittsburgh Steelers, nonetheless, the city of Pittsburgh and the Steelers both officially put in a bid to host the 2026 or the 2027 NFL draft. Again, not this upcoming year. This year, the 2024 draft is in Detroit, and then in 2025, it's in Green Bay. It would be the 2026 or the 2027 draft, which the Steelers and the city of Pittsburgh are trying to get. And I think that would be a huge get for the city. I think it would be awesome. You know, I've spoken to a couple people who have been to a draft. I know Coach KT Smith here on the Steel Curtain Network, who I do an NFL Whip Around podcast with on the FFSN NFL feed. He went to the draft in Philadelphia, and I had asked him before, like, what's it like? He said, man, it's awesome. The fans are everywhere. You got fans of all teams everywhere. He said it's a lot of fun. He took the train, and he said he's with all these Eagle fans in Philly, and this guy walks in with a Cowboys jersey on. You could imagine the harassment he heard uh, but nonetheless, I think that if, if Pittsburgh gets this, if Pittsburgh gets the draft on in 2026 or 2027, Lord willing, I'm still walking this earth. I'm going to be there. Steel Curtain Network, Fans First Sports Network will be there. We'll we'll do some live shows if you're going to be there. That would be awesome. I'd love to do a, an entire Steel Curtain Network like get together. All the people that listen that are in the area that might want to go to the draft. I think it'd be a blast. I think it would be an absolute blast. So we'll keep you up to date with all that, not only here on the podcast platform, but also at steelcurtainnetwork.com. So make sure you keep tabs on that website as well. Lastly, speaking of the website, let me put this out there here on the podcast side. In case you didn't check the website over the weekend, I put an article out there saying, if anyone wants to contribute to the written side, maybe you have some experience writing. Maybe you don't have a ton of experience, but you're able to put coherent sentences together into paragraphs and make thoughts come to fruition in the written form. If that describes you and you would be interested, hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter, or you can send me an email. You go to that article on the website. My email address is there. And I'd love to see some samples. Maybe if you don't have any online samples, then you can just send me a 
a, an email that would be like an article. That'd be fine. I'd love to have you on board. We're looking to diversify our team a little bit, so keep that in mind. All right, now let's get to the Monday morning conversation, which everyone knows he's on my show multiple times a year, my buddy Chris Carter. But we are talking all things quarterback options for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had someone who filled out a contributor form at Fans First Sports Network only to ask what the Steelers' options are at uh, quarterback. I was like, you know what? I'll just do a Monday morning conversation. I'll have Chris Carter on. I'd like his takes on all things college football, free agency, etc. We're going to talk about all that in the Monday morning conversation. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Chris Carter. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Steeler fans, it is Monday, which means it's time for the Monday morning conversation. It seems like I have this guy on multiple times a year. It's because I love talking to him. He's a good friend of mine. Chris Carter from Locked on Steelers podcast and the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette joins us. What's up, Chris? How's it going? What's up, Jeff? How you been, man? I've been great. I've been great. Probably better than the Steelers are when you consider their uh, fluctuation in the quarterback position. No one knows what's going to happen, and that's what I want to talk about today. This podcast, this segment's all about the Steelers options. I think it's time to talk about the Steelers options, not where they're going to go, but the options that they have. Now, Kenny Pickett's the only quarterback on the roster right now. Mitch Trubisky's mm -hmm. gone. Mason Rudolph's a free agent. You can say what you want about speculation there, but I want to start with free agency. Chris, I want to pick your brain about some of the quarterbacks that are on free, that are going to be free agents. And I say going to be because we assume like Russell Wilson will be released. Yeah. Therefore he would be on the open market. We all know what Mason Rudolph brings. Steelers say what they're going to say about the position. What about you? What, what do you think about these free agent options out there? We're talking Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill. I've mentioned Russell Wilson, Jacoby Brissett. You could go down the list, but those are pretty much the high profile names. Anyone stick out to you that you would like, you know what? I'd love to see them bring this guy in. 
I think Ryan Tannehill is an interesting op- option purely for the idea of him being like the third the third option on the team who's been in Arthur Smith's system and can help Kenny Pickett and whoever else the other quarterback is, uh, you know, as far as going through training camp and, and then like in an emergency situation, which, hey, we've seen the Steelers need at quarterback a, a few times over the past several years. I, I think he makes a lot of sense for that. But like I'm not on board for you know, getting Kirk Cousins is going to require a lot of money. Tannehill won't. Like Tannehill, you could probably pay a Mason Rudolph-like contract to, and he'll be fine, and he'll he'll join the team. Uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett, I think he's a solid veteran who could be a backup or like a placeholder if you don't like what Kenny Pickett brings. I think the biggest option the Steelers have right now that they need to lock down is bringing back Mason Rudolph just to have that security blanket of, of if Kenny Pickett does not make any progress next year, you at least have the guy that made your offense work a little bit at the end of last season. But I mean, you look at this free agency group here, including Russell Wilson, I don't see anything that you're going to not have to overpay for. And, and the Steelers, I just don't think they're in a good position right now to overpay for a quarterback when they're trying to fix multiple other positions as well. Uh, you know, they, they're going to need another cornerback, you know, whether that's in the draft or in free agency. They might need to add a linebacker if, they, if they're not sure about the injury situation for those guys. You know, I, I think defensive lines are a group they need to look at. You know, offensive lines an obvious one. Um, you know, they, they have several questions I think that they need answered. And if you are spending big on a free agent quarterback that you're not sure is, you know, how they're going to mesh with the Steelers. That's going to be tough. And, uh, you know, signing a guy in free agency, including Russell Wilson, who I, I liked in his time in Seattle, but I I'm, I wouldn't put a lot of money down to get a Russell Wilson with the way that things have gone in Denver. I just think that you're, you're, you're spending money on, on something that isn't going to give you that much of an upgrade in the first place. Like I get the people that are like, Hey, Kenny Pickett hasn't been good enough to be, you know, just the starting quarterback and, you know, just resigning to him and Mason Rudolph seems like a death sentence, but like, the team has been 19 and six when those two guys have started in the last two years and 19 and six proportionally is like a 13 win season. So right. in, in a 17 game year or 17 game series season. So like that's a pretty good rate that you, that you can work with with either of those guys for now. And if you're spending so much to just get another person, that's going to be the equivalent of that, or maybe at best a slight upgrade temporarily, I think you're throwing away the opportunity to bring in someone who's going to be a core piece for the next four to five years that you can do in free agency with some of the other positions available, you know, cornerback. I I think there's going to be some really interesting um, players who they could look at, you know, whether, you know, everyone's going to talk about LeJarrius Sneed and Jalen Johnson and both those would be great. But, you know, the idea of maybe getting a Kendall Fuller, you know, a guy that's in his late twenties who could be a a good veteran for the next, for the next few years, Uh, someone that can just pair well, moving forward with Joey Porter Jr. I think those are moves that make a lot of sense for what the Steelers are, are trying to do right now. Um, whereas, you know, if, if there was a if there was a, core, a free agent quarterback that in, out there right now that was in his prime and was top market, that would be that'd be different. But those rarely happen. And when they do, there's usually a reason why, why, why that's happening, a la Deshaun Watson. Right. So you're saying stay the cheaper route. Now, my question for you is, does Mason would Mason Rudolph? If you were Mason Rudolph, let me phrase sure. it this way: Would you want to come back to Pittsburgh? That's a good question, and that's one that I've been asking. You know, all throughout, even before the offseason, when he had that first good game against the Bengals, I'm like, someone's going to look at this 
and and think, hmm, can I reform Mason Rudolph for a couple years and make him my my quarterback, my, my QB one for a couple years? And if you're Mason Rudolph and someone gives you the opportunity, you go running to it. You're like, you right. know what? Get get me to a place that will just make me a starter and let me show what I have to offer to the NFL. But also, if you're Mason Rudolph, you might think, you know what? Like, yeah, sure. Right as soon as Ben Roethlisberger retired, this team signed and drafted a quarterback in the first round and, you know, relegated me to third string. Uh, and you could say that, well, the Steelers didn't, you know, give him a real chance. Well, this I, I watched a lot of practices in training camp and the Steelers gave him chances. He, he just Mason Rudolph wasn't being the guy in a lot of those. Like, they, like there was very much a good reason why he was the third string quarterback, uh, you know, in a, in a lot of the after looking at a lot of those practices. Uh, but the thing about that I've always admired about Mason Rudolph is that guy, you know, exhibited class the whole way through it. Like he never complained publicly. He never whined about it. He never said, you know, what was me? Uh, he stuck with it. And he came in. He came up for the team that, that believed him. And so, if I'm if I'm Mason Rudolph, I might be thinking like, "Look, do I wish that things could have gone a little bit better for me here? Yeah, sure. But you know what? I also got benched for Devlin Hodges at one point in my career here, and they didn't, you know, they didn't completely run away from me. They didn't cut me and send me send me off somewhere else. You know, maybe I do think that. I also wonder what kind of contract offer he'll get because, you know, Jeff, you know, you, you've you been watching the NFL for a long time like I have. You know, you remember guys like Matt Flynn, you know, the guy yeah. that was a backup for like a year for like the Packers and the Seahawks gave him a super contract. And like sometimes teams will get desperate like that. And if he gets that kind of offer, he'll go away. But if he doesn't and the Steelers are offering a similar amount of money to any as everyone else. I think he might come back here, especially if they just have Kenny Pickett as his competition, because he's like, you know what? I I was better than that guy at the end of last season. I could win that. And that might be the one thing that keeps him around is if no one gives him a big deal and the Steelers don't go get another major name at quarterback. Not to mention Kenny Pickett has yet to prove he can stay healthy. So right. even if you don't win that job, there's a good chance based on what we've seen the first two years of Kenny Pickett's career that he would get a job. He would get a spot in terms of, Hey, he's out for five weeks. He's out for four weeks. I'm going to show what I can do. I've done it before. I'll do it again. So it's a very interesting. Let's go to the option. A lot of people love to talk about because it is oh, purely boy. speculation, but it is trade. Would the Steelers be willing to trade? Everyone's heard the Justin Fields crap. Like everyone's yeah. talked about that, but there are some other options out there. Again, focusing on the Mike Tomlin postseason press conference when he said that they he, Kenny Pickett's going to have competition doesn't mean that they're going to go out and sign a player that they believe is going to come in and be QB one right away so you have like Justin Fields we know about that everyone's talked about it but then there's someone else that's intriguing there's some other players that are intriguing for multiple reasons you have like a Trey Lance you know he was discarded mm -hmm. by the 49ers he goes to Dallas Dallas really has they're going to keep Dak Prescott maybe Trey Lance you can get him on the cheap I don't know if the Steelers even want him a lot of people have strong opinions I don't but he's a name. Geno Smith out in Seattle. Is he going to be back with the new regime out there in Seattle? Would he be a guy that would want to come in and compete? I don't know. And then there's the name I don't like, but some people are already tossing it around as Mac Jones. First round talent in New England <laughs> has supposedly worn out his welcome there. I don't have any interest in that, but that's a name that's being discussed nationally, not locally. If I'm forgetting someone that you might think fits this criteria, by all means, let me know. But what do you think about the possibility of a trade and in the Steelers with a, at the quarterback position? You know, any trade the Steelers make at quarterback this year, I, I think, uh, unless someone like is doing something stupid, like if the Chargers give away Justin Herbert, which is never going to happen. Like I'm saying, like right in the realm of reality. The Steelers yes. are only giving up day three picks for a quarterback because no one's giving away a quarterback that's worth 
that level of high of higher picks in my in my opinion. And so, you know, a Trey Lance is interesting because he's 24 years old. He's had some NFL experience. You could cut, bring him in and it wouldn't be like he wouldn't be guaranteed anything. It would just be no. like, "Hey, you're the young guy. Let's just, you know, let, let's see how you do." And if he excels in camp, great. If not, oh well. Like like like, right. like that's where it is. But again, that's why when you can you can stomach an oh well trade if it's a day three pick or a swap of picks or something something that is, that is equivalent to not losing a in, in your first second or third round pick this upcoming season like that's that's where it, i'm i'm sitting up there and saying like okay that's where the steelers need to make a move and, and you know i, I i'm, I'm kind of with you on on some of the other guys like i'm not i'm not big on just you know throwing throwing money around for like a guy like mac jones you know he's 26 you know mac jones is very much you know Along the lines of where of like a, a, f- a further Kenny Pickett, where he's right. just where he's probably done even worse as far as his record. Um, so I, I look at this and I think that if you could get if you could get a a, a Trevor Lance uh, um, or a Trey Lance for for a low round pick, sure go for that. Even if like, like that that's that that that's fine. I know everyone wants to talk about Justin Fields, but like the reason I'd be in on Justin Fields if he had at least two years left on that deal. But the fact that he has one year left and if the Steelers trade for him, you basically have to give him his fifth year extension because let's say Justin Fields is all that and you didn't give him his fifth year extension. Then he hits free agency the year after and there's nothing you can do and he gets the biggest payday. And then you can say, well, we found the quarterback that we wanted for a year. But then if you commit to that fifth, so you sign, you trade for him, you give up a pick that's going to be higher than a day three pick uh, for him. And you get that one year rental, you tack on another year. That's twenty million dollars in twenty twenty five that you're that you're committing to him, and you don't know if he is the guy yet. And that's that's the gamble there that I just don't I don't think is worth is the juice is worth the squeeze there. Um, and and why like if the if the Bears are willing to just give up Justin Fields for not that much because they want to move on with Kate from you know, to Caleb Williams and they have no no better routes, fine, great, dandy, but. Uh, I'm not giving up a first, second, or third rounder for that guy either. And that that's the peculiar situation the Steelers are in. It's like I don't think that they're in a position to draft a quarterback that would that would be the franchise guy this year or to trade for slash sign a quarterback that would be that would take that role this year. You know, it's funny. I, I think if Justin Fields played for any other team, any other team in the NFL, <laughs> that there's a possibility that that maybe the Steelers could manage something that's not gonna they're not going to see all those day one, day two picks like you mentioned leave, but it's the Bears and the Bears already got fleeced by Pittsburgh. And don't think for a second when they were laughed, they were, they were the laughing stock of the league when they traded sure. a second round pick for Chase Claypool. And Omar Khan is just probably sitting back in his chair like laughing. And they're like, we're not doing this again. Not with that team. Not after what happened last year. No way, no chance in hell. I don't see Justin Fields happening unless the Steelers suddenly take this huge shift in organizational thought and say, let's just throw caution into the wind and let's see what the hell we do. But if they get the fifth-year option, then you have to think, too, there's a ripple effect here. What happens with Najee Harris? Are you going to pay for two players' fifth-year options in 2024? Probably not. They didn't do that when you talked about the fifth-year option when Minka Fitzpatrick came up. Uh, They chose his, and and obviously they only wanted to pay one guaranteed fifth-year option. Would be interesting. But then let's go to, I think, what is really interesting and intriguing for me, and that's the draft. And it's the draft. And the reason being is that most people, not me, I'm not a I'm not a draft guru or someone that follows the draft extremely close, but most would say this is a pretty decent class. Some would also say it's a very top-heavy class. 
So let's immediately get rid of the Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. Like they're not going to be right. there. This, this right. would have to trade so much. So then you have this middle rung of quarterbacks like the Michael Penix Jr. Who, boy, you talk about, I've heard everything from he's a middle first round pick to maybe he's a middle second to almost end of second pick, second round. Bo Nix, people are comparing him to Kenny Pickett because of his age and all that stuff. He's a redshirt senior. J.J. McCarthy, no one knows what to think about the product from Michigan. Then you get into the late round guys, middle to late round. You're Michael Pratt, you're Joe Milton, uh, Sam Hartman, even Spencer Rattler out of South Carolina. This is where the Steelers are going to live, though, right? If they are going to choose to draft a quarterback, it's going to be a mid to late round draft selection. It's not going to be a high pick. They have too many other team needs. You've mentioned some of those already at inside linebacker, cornerback, tackle, we've center, we've gone over these a million times. So, Chris, mm-hmm. what do you think about this draft class and this group of quarterback in particular when you're talking about these prospects that could potentially be available for Pittsburgh? Look, I, I'm right with you. Like, Michael Penix, I like the the jib of Michael Penix. Like, I like the way that he played in college. I loved him at Indiana. I loved him at Washington. But the thing is, that man has too much of an injury history, and yes. he's basically Kenny Pickett's size. And you can have an injury history, but if you're, but if you're, if you're Kenny Pickett's size with that injury history, and again, like he was out for the season for like three or four years in, in his, in his college career, that that's something that gives me a red flag. And if you can even go back to the national championship game, which, you know, he earned his way into, he played great in the playoffs, but when, when you saw him playing and you saw the way he was getting hit and just how he was like holding his sides together, just that's a rough spot to be in. And like, you see that, like if you put him in the NFL, like he's getting hit by college guys like that. Like, you know, Michigan, if he goes up against NFL guys and he's taking those type of hits, I I just, I have a hard, hard problem selling that to myself as far as being a guy, Bo Nix. I mean, I I feel like you're getting a retread of Kenny Pickett and and like you take, you can take the shot if you want, but I think you're going to get the same, the same sort of thing. Um, there, I also don't, I also am not like done with Kenny Pickett. Like this guy has a winning record as a quarterback and has flashed at times and shown potential in an offense that wasn't working for the, for the most part and only got a game and a half without Matt Canada uh, at the end of this past season. And so like, you know, Mason Rudolph got the benefit from, you know, over time, like the Steelers started to figure out some things, uh, you know, when Mitch Trubisky was in at quarterback and they said, hey, let's try these things. And then, you know, he he executed those moments and Mason Rudolph deserves credit for that. But I, 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 I'd be, I, just, I think the Steelers have every reason to say, hey, Kenny Pickett, let's give that another shot. Now, um, you know, still bring in competition. Don't just be sold on Kenny. Like you're not banking on Kenny Pickett being the answer, but keeping an option there. Um, well, as far as other guys in this draft, I'm not big on Michael Pratt out of Tulane. Spencer Rattler's interesting because he has, I think he has potential, but I just, I, I, I haven't liked his, his demeanor when I've seen him, you know, just in his college years. I think that he's, uh, he, he can be very high and very low. Um, and, and then when you get to like the lower level guys, like, you know, Joe Milton, you know, big, fast guy with a big arm, but like never really put it together at Tennessee. Um, you know, guys like uh, Talia Tagovailoa, like you, you're just, you're bringing in guys to be the third stringer, to be the young guy that well, just kind of is there. Let me, let me, let me interject here for a second. Cause you're sure. kind of, you're moving ahead quick and I, I appreciate where you're going. We're going to go there, but I want to ask you now, like, the Steelers have to fill out their their quarterback depth chart. Like, I mean, the, like let's go mm. back to the beginning of the segment. They have one mm-hmm. guy on their yeah. quarterback depth chart. So I'm looking at these draft prospects, and like I said, you follow closer than I do. Even if this is a they've signed a free agent, they have Kenny Pickett, 
they need to fill out the depth chart. I'm I not agree. saying I'm not saying a Chris Oladokun seventh round pick, which is what he was, but someone of that like Sam Hartman is a name that comes up. He's an older guy. A lot of these quarterbacks are old because they stayed in college longer. Whether that's due to NIL, whatever, doesn't matter why. But they're older quarterbacks. Are there any of these players you could say, hey, this this could be a Steelers sixth round, seventh round pick that they're just looking to bring in as a QB three, someone they could play. Like you say, Joe Milton, he's an athlete. He's, he's an athlete. Maybe that's yeah. someone that's intriguing to them as someone that brings a different skill set. Is there anyone that fits that criteria for you in this draft? I mean, Joe Milton's one of those guys. Like if, if he's around in the, in like the fifth round, sure. Like go, go for that. Right. Like that, that works for me because like, again, like the other thing is about when you're thinking of your third quarterback here, you're thinking of what roles they're play. Joe Milton can absolutely be your practice squad guy who simulates the athletic quarterback that, sh- right. that you got to face a lot in today's NFL. So like a guy like him makes, makes sense. Um, you know, I, I've, I've seen some good things from Sam Hartman at times. I've also seen Sam Hartman get utterly abused and, and I just, I, I'm not, I'm kind of sold on, sold on him. No relation, um, by the way, no relation. Just so <laughs> I never even think about that. That's, that's <laughs> funny. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I, I saw, I saw that man crumble at the ACC championship when he faced Kenny Pickett and, and those pit Panthers, uh, when he was just getting hit left and right and just kind of go away. I, I, I think that if you're getting a guy like that, you know, if Rattler or Milton or like even like Jordan Travis, if one of those guys were just around in the in like in, you know mid day three, you know that that makes a lot. I think that makes the most sense for the Steelers because I think that right now your best option is keeping Kenny Pickett around, signing signing a veteran whether it's Mason Rudolph or someone else um, that doesn't cost you a whole bunch of money, and then drafting a young quarterback to have someone in the works that like you know hey if they click they click great if don't if not. You spend a day three pick on, on a on a quarterback that can you know, kind of fill out your room and be young and then, you know, be there for if Kenny Pickett's not the answer. Well, you have this other young quarterback that, you, that right. you've been developing to at least be a system quarterback. Uh, that's what the Steelers, I think, are looking at right now is they're a team that's going to need a system type quarterback, a game manager type quarterback moving forward until they find that next ace. But again, we've seen game, you know, game manager type quarterbacks do very well for teams. That's what Brock Purdy, you know, almost won a Super Bowl for the Niners doing that. So um, I don't think that that is a, a, a death knell to the Steelers hopes if they, as long as they find the guy can, that can be efficient in their new offense. All right. So let's put our prognosticator hat on now. Sure. And I want you to think to yourself, Again, the Steelers like to carry four quarterbacks into training camp. It's mm-hmm. just the way they've always done it. Could they only go with three? They could. But I want you to predict. We know Kenny Pickett's going to be back. This is not a prediction of who's going to start week one. This is just how do you predict the Steelers filling out their depth chart? And if you have names, that's fantastic. And then I'll tell you what I'm thinking and see if we jive together. Go ahead. I think the Steelers, they try to go out and get – uh, Mason Rudolph to come back. If he does, they they bring him in. I you think, think they, he will. They, you think he will? I, I I think that Mason Rudolph will give it a shot. I just I just don't. What I don't. I think Mason Rudolph is interested in coming back. I just don't know what other teams will offer for him. True. And, and like if another team comes in and offers him, you know, ten million dollars, yeah. see ya. He's gone. But like, yeah. you know, if, if the if I think if Mason Rudolph's looking at a five million dollar contract with the Steelers or with you know the Panthers. I think he'd take the Steelers. You know, I, I think that that would be a situation where he'd be like, you know what, I can work with here. Um, you know, I have a relationship with these guys. You know, Mike Tomlin stuck up for me when, you know, people were accusing me of saying things that, that Miles Garrett, like, you know, there's 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 things there that I can, yeah, that I can sure. see stand there. So I'd say they try to get Mason Rudolph. 
Um, I, I think that they do sign a veteran quarterback, whether that's Jacoby Brissett or Ryan Tannehill or someone along those lines with Mason Rudolph. And then they and then after that, they either add a day three pick or an undrafted quarterback from this class that they go into this NFL year, uh, this next NFL season with Kenny Pickett, you know, two veterans who have a NFL experience and, and a young player. And if they if they don't get that free agent right away in free agency, they might like go back and see who's still available as among among older quarterbacks, kick some tires and say, OK, you're the fourth guy coming into camp. We're, we're going to put you up against to see like how you help things move along. And if you can beat out the rookie that we drafted, I think that's the along the lines that they're going here. I, yeah, I definitely think, you know, you have Kenny Pickett. I think their their one a option in free agency is Mason Rudolph. Mm-hmm. If if he doesn't, if he goes elsewhere, like you said, gets a big contract offer, maybe more years than what the Steelers are willing to offer, who knows, then maybe Ryan Tannehill is their 1B. I don't see trade as being an option right now. I do agree with you, though. I think they double dip and add two free agent quarterbacks. And I, I'm, I'll say a name that people will roll their eyes and laugh. I could see Joshua Dobbs coming back. I, I really could. That makes and a lot it, of sense, actually. It does make a lot of sense because really he's a, he's a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. He's going to know that his role is probably QB three, no matter who else is in the quarterback depth chart. And he could be that third option break glass. If emergency, you can get, win some games with Joshua Dobbs. Now we've seen it in time and time again in the NFL. Is he going to be your week in week out starter and be successful? No, no. I call him like a spark plug. He's good for a little bit. He's going to, he's going to flame out that people are going to catch up to him, but he would be a great addition for a young quarterback even if it's Kenny Pickett to help him. He helped, he helped Ben Roethlisberger on the sidelines during his time when Roethlisberger was still there. And I agree mm-hmm. with you. I think that they could maybe get a, you know, you're talking about a Sam Hartman. If it was late in the draft day three, okay, let's bring this guy in and see what we can. If, if he doesn't pan out, he doesn't pan out. It's not like it's around one pick. So I think we're very much seeing it the same way. And unfortunately what I'm going to agree with you a hundred percent is that I don't think but man, Kenny gets so damn polarizing. It's annoying sometimes, but mm-hmm. has he gotten an opportunity to show what he can do without Kenny Pickett and, or without, not without, not without, without Matt Canada. Mm-hmm. And the answer to that is no, you may hate Kenny Pickett more than anything else in the, in the sports world, but you cannot say in a realistic lens that he's been given every opportunity to prove what he can do without that offensive coordinator. And so the Steelers, you probably agree with me, Chris, they're going to give him a shot, right? Yeah, they're going to give him a shot, and, and and like they deserve it to themselves to give it, like you giving up on a quarterback after two years. You know, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that wouldn't have made it if you gave up on them after two years. Like, yeah, and again, it, it'd be different if like he was in an offensive system. Like the Steelers, for everyone looking at um uh at, at just the quarterback play is something that's dipped after Ben Roethlisberger's left. Look at what happened to the Steelers' offense that they had built in the late 2010s. You know. Le'Veon Bell just disappears. Antonio Brown goes crazy. Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro both retire long before they were expected to because they were expected to be a real. They, they, those, this was supposed to be their swan song year. Like, like 2023 was supposed yeah. to be the year that Pouncey and DeCastro aged out of their careers. They ended early, you know, because, because of injuries. And they were part of what was going to be the nucleus. Uh, that kind of carried over until they needed to get a new offensive line. So that's part of why the offensive line has been bad the past few years is because they could not just up and replace an all-pro center and an all-pro guard like that. 
And so they're trying to rebuild their, their offensive line in different ways. And, you know, while you're doing that, while addressing other positions, you know, like edge rusher, like cornerback, um, you know, like running back and things like that, you know, your, your offensive line, you know, it, it, you take, you, sometimes you have to take later investments, riskier investments on offensive line that don't always work like, you know, Kendrick green. And so that's where I think that Kenny Pickett is in the middle of is that, this was an offense that not beyond even just the coordinator situation, like this offense had to fix a lot. It had to rediscover what it, what it, you know, what it would make it good again in competitive situations. And what would, what would be something that could make them an offense that could drop 30 on a bad team? Because the Steelers couldn't do that. Even, you know, in, you know, in, in some of the, in the last year with Ben Roethlisberger sometimes. So like, that's where I think that if the Steelers are are, are are being honest with themselves, they're giving Kenny Pickett a chance in this new offensive scheme that Arthur Smith's going to create. Again, Arthur Smith turned Ryan Tannehill into a Pro Bowler in 2019. Derrick Henry went from uh from from not having great numbers his first three years to having the two best years of his life while Arthur Smith was his offensive coordinator. The Steelers, I think, are in a position where if they pick right at offensive line, they add a good center a good tackle um, with the guys that they already have. They could be in a position to be one of the better offensive lines in the NFL, which could give them one of the better running games in the NFL, which will make it easier to set up the passing game uh, for Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and Pat Fryermuth. So the pieces are there uh, for Kenny Pickett to just be a game manager quarterback. And if they can get that out of him, that's that's all they really need, which I don't think is unfeasible for – or I, I do think is feasible – for, yeah. for Kenny Pickett. It's great stuff, Chris. I do appreciate your time as always. Why don't you go ahead and plug what you're doing for both the Locked On Steelers podcast and the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette? As always, you can find me at, at, at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, post-gazette.com. I, I talk Steelers, pit football, pit basketball, all things all things there um, on the North Shore Drive podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, you can Again, you can read all our work at post-gazette.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can read my work at uh, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. You can also check me out on the Locked On Steelers podcast on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube uh, you know, Monday through Friday, breaking things down. I have a lot of different things that you can check me out on as always, uh, here. And as always, I remind people, I got my start with Jeff back in the behind the steel curtain days. So, uh, yeah. it's, it's been a long journey and a fun journey that I, I, I continue to enjoy. Yeah, man. I appreciate you taking the time. We'll talk again soon. Take it easy. Absolutely. It's time for today's lucky land horoscope with Victoria cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land. You know what they say? Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Thanks to Chris Carter, as always. He's a good friend, uh, and it's honestly something that I never take for granted when someone like him who's as busy as he is covering pit basketball and all that stuff right now to take the time and come on the show. I do appreciate it. So thank you, Chris. A quick reminder to all those out there listening to be on the lookout for the tweet on Tuesday for the mailbag segment. Uh, I put the tweet out. You can find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. I put out the tweet. You respond. And then after that, I will answer your question live on the air on Wednesday's show. In the meantime, that does it for me. I appreciate everyone for taking the time and listening to this Let's Ride podcast. But you know how we should out. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great start to your week. We'll see you on Wednesday.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.